Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now it's time for the Scores Bulls preseason special, getting you ready for another exciting season of Chicago Bulls basketball, hosted by Gabe Ramirez, along with the entire Bulls broadcast team, starring voice of the Bulls Chuck Swirsky, three-time world champion Bill Wennington, and Alyssa Bergamini on your official radio home of Bulls basketball, 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brought to you by Tastyworks, Love Where You Trade, BetMGM, Horizon Therapeutics, and Remy Martin. Here's Gabe Ramirez. For the next two hours, we will be discussing your favorite basketball team, the Chicago Bulls. Season opener, October 19th. Home opener, October 22nd. Second of a back-to-back, that is. Guys, last year, Bulls 46-36. and 36. Had a really good home record, 27-14, and 14, tied for third best in the Eastern Conference, 19-22 away. AK told us, though, that continuity would be the best asset going into this season. Chuck, as the season ended last year with the playoff exit versus the Bucks, was there something you saw from this Bulls team that let you know they were headed in the right direction? Well, making the playoffs certainly helps. <laughs> and because of that, I think you can build on that. Uh, remember, the, you know, whether it's Fooch, whether it's Tamar, whether it's Zach, And we need to focus on those three players because they are all-star players, no question. But I think the emergence of Io, and Io is starting now Wednesday in Miami, and we saw Caruso, when healthy, only played 41 games, but when healthy, we saw what he's able to do. And then all of a sudden, you look at some parts of this club as they came together, and you say, okay, this is encouraging. This ball club is going to take the next step um, but again, and we're going to discuss this, Bill and Alyssa and Gabe, is that the loss of Lonzo cannot be understated. I mean, he is such a huge component of this ball club, not only offensively, because everyone's talking about his passing ability, his ability to hit the three, and that's all well and good, and that's important. But defensively, to me, is a huge loss for this team. Bill, when you bring, when we talk about Lonzo Ball and what he does bring to this squad, the Bulls had to deal with adversity in the second half of the season without him. Yes. How do you think they'll fare this first half without Lonzo? Well, I, I think they've upgraded, and Chuck has already mentioned Io, and I think Io's he looks bigger, he's stronger, and, and making better decisions on the floor. So already in preseason, and again, I don't put a lot of stock in preseason, but he looks better already. 
I think bringing in Gordon Dragic helps and will will be uh, very beneficial. He's a guy, you, know, you look at him now, he's like a little bit older. He's not as athletic. He's not as fast as he used to be, but he's a guy that doesn't make mistakes. Hmm. Uh, he's, he's able to get the team in their offense. He's able to hit a three when, he, when you need him to, and he's a, a great passer. So that's going to help. And, uh, again, Alex Caruso is a guy that can play multi-roles on this team. He can be a, a facilitator. He can be a scorer. I love what he does, his energy on the floor, his cutting, and his ability just to get, move to the open spots to get it. And uh, uh, Terry, I think, is going to surprise people by the end. In the beginning, he's going to get his moments to shine here and there. But I really like what I saw about him uh, in in the preseason games. Again, it's preseason, and you know, so it's not like he's going against the starters of Milwaukee, although no one did. Um, but I like what I saw. His energy is going to help, and defensively, he's making the right decisions. And and also, and for me, that's the biggest thing I've saw in in preseason because here's a kid that was in college last year. He's coming. He's got a whole new terminology. Everything's it's it's the same game, but the terminologies are all different. And he's making the right decisions both on offense and defense. And to me, that was great. So I think he's – I'm not saying he's going to be the savior and be the guy. Right. But he's going to be a big part of what this team does going down, especially in the second half of the season. He's definitely going to need to contribute. That was Bill Wennington along with Chuck Swirsky, Alyssa Bergamini. I'm Gabe Ramirez here on the Bulls preseason preview show. Alyssa, you know, continuing to talk about Ayo, you know, we saw him come in, step into that starter role. And you saw him pick up some things from some of the other guys on the squad. You saw him really work on that mid-range, hitting that in the middle of the season. What were some other things you saw, I mean, obviously being at the stadium from Io that you really liked? Well, going back quickly to media day and as well as some of the practices beforehand, the media was able to talk to Io after practice. And he just talked about during the offseason how much work he put into himself. And a lot of the players have been saying that they they spent the summer – perfecting their their bodies in a sense so that they can exceed, you know, offensively, defensively on the floor. Um, but, yeah, the, the past two games that we've been able to work, the preseason games, he's definitely shown what he is made of. And I think after being named point guard now, starting guard, he's got a little confidence, feeling yeah, good. Yeah, I think he has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, you know, the media asked him after, you know, how do you feel about this? And he, he almost made it like, yeah, he deserves this. I mean, you, you work towards something. And then when you get it, it's, of course, exciting, but he seemed like he was cool, confident, and he, he's still young, so yeah. it'll be exciting to see what he does. Some would say a chip on his shoulder, and then others would say that he was fortunate to land in Chicago and that playing for his hometown, that might have given him a little extra encouragement to be that type of player. Do you think he would have had the same success had Io been on another squad in the NBA? Absolutely. I, I think it's in his DNA. And I think he relishes, and Bill and I saw every one of his games, you know, I think he relishes playing defense. And and that's not to say offensively he can't get into half-court sets, although we saw teams play him a little bit differently in preseason. They're picking him up three-quarter court. Um, and so I think Iowa is prepared to make the jump on both sides of the floor. But I think defensively, and for Billy Donovan, I think defense is the name of the game. And I think defense right now for the Bulls, especially with the loss of Lonzo, it's so important, Bill and Alyssa, that they get on the same page defensively, schematically, because the East right now is loaded. Yep. See, Gabe, I I disagree. I think it's tougher for him to be here in Chicago. Really? Because everyone knows him. And there's more pressure on him to perform and do better. So I, but it's tougher for him, but I think that's good for him because I think that's, that, 
added pressure motivated him even more. And great players do because, that. They Bill, find I, the motivation. When you say that, I think about a guy like Eddie Curry and the pressures that he had when he was here in Chicago to deliver, and that affected him negatively as well Correct. in those moments. And, and, and because everyone knows what you can do. They saw you, they saw you in high school. It's not like if he <laughs> went to L.A. where no one really no saw him. No one's flying out there. <laughs> no one saw him out there, so they don't know, and he's either good or bad, but they don't have a, a reference. But we have a reference here. We, we heard about him. You saw him playing in high school. You saw him down at Illinois. And so I think people were expecting some things, or in some cases, maybe not expecting a whole lot. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm going to date myself now, but Chicago had a player by the name of Mark Aguirre at a Westinghouse High. He's a legend, played at DePaul, one of the greatest players this city has ever seen. And Mark Aguirre was the number one player taken in the 81 draft by Dallas. Um, a couple of years after the fact, and Bill was in Dallas in 83, the things started going a little bit south with Aguirre in Dallas, and he was being shopped. And first Rod Thorne and then Jerry Krause, who took over for Rod as GM of the Bulls. I mean, Jerry was very reluctant of bringing him to Chicago because of all the distractions. Not saying he wouldn't have played well for the Bulls, yep. but when you play in your hometown, you've got people knocking on your door 24-7, yeah. <laughs> tickets. Hey, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do that. And all of a sudden, if you can't handle playing in your hometown, you know, then it, it takes you away from why you're in your hometown. That's to play hoops. But Io has a really, really solid foundation with his family. And, I, and again, I think he thrives in it. Yeah, he's going to be a, a, a very important piece to the Chicago Bulls team. Someone that, as you mentioned, Chuck, going to be needed on uh, defending some of the best offensive players for the opposing team. But at the same time, being asked to be a floor general as well. Now, Alyssa, mm-hmm. being in the East, it seemed as though it was tough, tough task for the Bulls to go up against the Bucks in the first round. But, but now we're in a new season, like AK said, continuity—that's something that the yeah. Bulls need. Where do you feel like the Bulls stack up in the Eastern Conference? I know I keep bringing up Media Day, and you know when I'm able to listen to the players, but I think that's what people like to hear. And one of the questions was from Sam Smith from the Bulls. He asked Demar Derozan, rank where you think you guys are at in the Eastern Conference. And he's Uh. like, you know what? Yes, I pay attention to all the other ball clubs. We obviously want to be competitive. He's like, I want to see not 10 crappy movies. I want to see 10 blockbuster movies. So I think the way to stack up the Eastern Conference, you're looking at a bunch of marquee matchups and blockbuster that Teams. seems like the easy way out, guys. <laughs> that seems like the easy way out there, don't you think? It's like, just just put us all together well, in the right. middle. I think he was giving more the the, the political answer there. I would have loved a confident fifth. You right. Know, just, just I think he didn't want to say there. any of that. I know, but you're going to very seldom will you get that <laughs> type of response. I mean, right. They asked C.J. McCollum yesterday of New Orleans, how do you see the West? And he said, it's Golden State, and then you got the rest of us. And we're trying to get to that point because Golden State is Golden State. I mean, they are the only true proven, lockdown, we're going to win this thing, team where you could say going in right now, Golden State is favored to win the NBA, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Gold, Golden State, I, I think, would be favored to win the NBA right now. And, you know, you, you go back to last year, the Bulls finished six. The team's behind them. Uh, you, you look at Brooklyn. If Brooklyn plays well, if they come into their own and understand, they'll, they'll buy Boston. I mean, I, I'm, I'm – Saying Boston's probably favored in the East by, mo- sure. by most people, uh, followed pro- maybe by Milwaukee, Miami, however. But if Brooklyn plays the way they're supposed to or capable, like they were supposed to a year ago, two years ago, uh, they'll be pretty good. I-, I don't see it happening, but it could happen. 
the teams that finished below the, the, the Bulls, Atlanta. Atlanta's probably got a chip on her shoulder, but they've got a lot of changes they made. I don't Dante know. Murray on the team yeah, now. They, they'll be good, but I don't know if they'll be that much better than, okay. than, than the Bulls will. New York, I'm not a fan, but they, they could play better. They could be better. Teams in front of the Bulls, Toronto, I think they'll drop down a little bit. Okay. So, to, in, in my opinion, the Bulls will be about where they are. How about Cleveland? You didn't mention Cleveland. Uh, Cle- Cleveland's good. I, I think they'll be a little bit better. I think Mitchell is going to help them a lot. Uh, they're a young team. They're tall. They, they uh, gave the Bulls some ha- problems last year. I think they're a team that could be uh, finish above the Bulls. Uh, so I, I think the Bulls will be somewhere between six and, and nine. It's the, uh, I, I'm not well, in the, I, the one I, I want to see how Garland and Mitchell are going to play together. It's yeah. going to be tough. And I also want to see if, when Mobley comes out of the ballgame, who's going to play the four yeah. for Cleveland. And we'll see. Are they improved? Absolutely. I mean, they had assets to make that deal with Utah. Utah is in a full-blown <laughs> rebuild. And whether it's Utah, whether it's going to be San Antonio, whether it's going to be Orlando, uh, whether it could be Indiana, I mean, they're all going right now for the number one pick in the draft. Let, let's not kid anyone. Victor's there, and they're Victor ready to grab him. Victor is there, <laughs> and Scoot is there. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, without question, Victor will be the number one pick. Unless he gets hurt, and we're hoping that's not the case. But if if the team that gets the second pick in the draft, I mean, Scoot is really good. He's. So, it's going to be interesting to see how that how that plays out. But you're right. There's going to be a mad dash at the end of the season. I mean, obviously they're trying well, to do the All Star break. That's when it's going to start. <laughs> it's get real ugly right there. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is the Bulls preseason special right here on six seventy. The score. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, Alyssa Bergamini. Before we go to break. I did want to touch on this comment by AK and, and the thought of continuity really helping a team. I mean, granted, they added Drogic, they added Drummond, but how much weight do you guys put in that statement of allowing a team to be together will ultimately help them in the long run it, working towards that, that championship run? Well, I, I think for us that have a good and a foundation, something to build on that Chuck said earlier, it's a good thing. But what we also have to realize is that we did lose in the first round. And we lost going to our strength, which was DeMar DeRozan at times. So we have to change it up a little bit. So the continuity is there. We don't have to add a lot of pieces or to, to kind of find out where we were. I don't think it's a fluke that after the first 30 games, the Bulls were in the first place in the Eastern Conference last year. I don't. Playing well. We were playing real well. But we have to get back to that. And we have to somehow find a way to play that way until Lonzo can get back. But having said that, once he does come back, that just changed – the chemistry and the continuity of, of how things are going. Are people now very comfortable starting or, or getting more minutes off the bench that yeah. now they're not going to get as much? And that, that's something that Billy's going to have to massage and figure out as time goes on. It's a great problem to have, but I'm a big chemistry guy, and I understand locker rooms can be made or turned with one, one guy. I agree. And that, and that guy doesn't have to be your star. It could be the guy that sits at the end of the bench and is a raw, raw guy, and all of a sudden someone gets him upset – and he just starts in the locker room upsetting everybody. Well, yeah, and I want to toss this, and Alyssa can comment on this game, but I think, number one, uh, I loved it when AK said, hey, we made the playoffs for the first time in five years, but I want more. So he has thrown that out. I want more, and I love hearing that from an executive with a team, that they're just not satisfied. Great, we made the playoffs, terrific. It's a great building block, but I want more. And the other thing is, 
you know, they're going to have to beat elite teams. I mean, they really struggled against some of the top teams in the NBA. So let's see when they're healthy, what they're made of. Because this is what it comes down to. By the time you get to mid-April, Gabe, you need a healthy roster. And when I say healthy, everyone is banged up by mid-April. I get that. But there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. Everyone is hurt, okay? Everyone's got... Especially at that point in the season. Exactly. However, when you get to April, if your core is together, you go into the playoffs and you're thinking, hey, you know what? We can steal a game here, there. We've got a shot. And I I want to see that with the Bulls. I want to see a roster with Lonzo and with the core eight, nine players that are healthy going into mid-April for the playoffs. Especially if Lonzo comes back. Because then, like you said, Bill, you have a chemistry thing where you have to somewhat reinvent the roster and find out where those pieces fit. How does Io get into the rotation off the bench? But Alyssa, before we go to break, you feel confident, though, that Io can be the guy. Because the reason why Lonzo was so good, he was the gel guy. He brought everyone together. He diminished everyone's ego and said, no, 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 I'm going to take control of this. I'll distribute the ball how I see fit. And then when you had Io and Alex Caruso come in, they didn't necessarily have that same pizzazz as Lonzo did because they had to default to those guys to a certain degree. But now this season, do you feel like Io can step into that role and be that Lonzo to be the glue guy for this Bulls team? It's it's hard to compare you know, people just in general and then players and looking at their stats. But I think the key just for the team overall and Io, staying healthy. I mean, that's yeah. easier said than done, but that's what really hurt them, I think, down the line. Uh, early on, a lot of injuries as well. So staying healthy is definitely key for this team. All right, it's the Bulls preseason special right here on 670. The score, I'm Gabe Ramirez, along with Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, and Alyssa Bergamini. Coming up on the other side, Zach Levine. He signed a five-year, $215 million contract this summer, but what areas of his game does he need to improve to take it to the next level, if any at all? Bulls radio broadcast crew will answer that on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is your Bulls season preview special on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there. To-
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Standing dribble off to the right, Levine. One-on-one, Michael Porter Jr. Goes to the rack with the right hand and scores on Porter. Oh, my goodness, a little shimmy throws Porter in the paint. Now, back to the scores, Bulls preseason special with your host, Gabe Ramirez, and voice of the Bulls, Chuck Swirsky, three-time world champion, Bill Weddington, and Alyssa Bergamini on 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app, brought to you by Tastyworks, Love Where You Trade, Bet MGM, Horizon Therapeutics, and Remy Martin. Here's Gabe Ramirez. Leading you into the season opener, October 19th, with the home opener happening on the 22nd, just a few days later, the day after they take on the Washington Wizards. Guys, we're talking Bulls basketball, specifically Zach Levine. He just signed that five-year, $215 million contract this summer. But I posed a question last week on my show, and I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Can Zach Levine be better, right? We know what we got in Zach Levine. We've seen him here for the Chicago Bulls and how they play, how he's played. But I wonder, have we seen the best Zach Levine we will get here in Chicago? Or is there another level? And if there is, what areas will he need to improve on in order to take his game to the next level? Bill, I see your smirk over there. So I'm, I'm going to you first. Uh, me for, well, obviously defense. Uh, he's gonna be, and, and I think he's done a better job, and he's been relatively consistent here in the, pre, in the games that he played. But there's times where he just loses sight of the ball or his man and, and needs to – be aware of that. And I think he can get better at it because he's showing that he can really do it. And he's made some very good defensive plays here in the preseason. Uh, offensively, we know what he is. And and that's why I don't think he shot the ball well in preseason. But again, it's preseason, so I don't really care. We know who Zach is, and I know he can score. I'm not worried about Zach scoring a basketball. He, I, I know he can do that. But if he really wants to elevate his game, he's going to have to become that two-way player and and be a better a better defender. Chuck, when you see Zach play... My, when I look at where I feel like he can improve, Zach, I think, feels like he can make any shot on the court anywhere. Correct. And we know yep. this. Yes. Where I would feel like his game would need to improve is taking maybe his favorite, like, tw- like 20%, like your favorite 20%. Where do I like my, my favorite shots? And then maybe increase the percentage of those in particular. So that that way, if it is from, you know, free throw line extended, Maybe instead of 10% of your shots coming from there, now we're at 20. Now we're at 25. So I think it's shot selection. Okay, so, for so what are you saying then regarding your shot selection? I'm saying I'm saying for Zach Levine to improve. Where do you want better. him to improve? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying with shot selection. In terms okay, of where he's, so, so you of, don't like – you want him to take more topside threes? You want him to take less? Where on the right. floor do you want him to take his shot? I, I would prefer – ideally, I'd love him in the 15 to 18-foot range. Because I know he can hit that shot consistently. I know he can hit the three. See, I, and I know he can create a shot. But if Zach can, can find somewhere to be in that, that area, to me, that's where I would want I, him to, to, to take more shots from. I'm sorry, Charlie. I'd like, him, I love this I'd like him to drive more and finish at the rim and get fouled. 
and and that that's going to help us in way more ways. I mean, he can he can score and shoot. I get it, and I understand what you're saying. You want him to see his favorite shot is the mid range shot. It's great. You'd like to see him make more, but I'd like to see him really test out his knee and drive to the basket, take the contact, and finish at the rim, because he can he can beat anyone, and he can beat the help side defense coming to the rim. And I just think for him to really improve offensively, that's where he's going to have to do it because he's already making his shots. And defense is going to try and stop. I mean, again, we got to, we're not talking about the defense that's really right. keying on Zach. But I think if he drives to the basket and finishes at the rim and even gets fouled even more, if there was a while last year, he was what, shooting yeah. six, six foul shots, well, seven foul shots a game? I, well, I wish it was seven. I, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I think he is so gifted. He should be going to the foul line seven or eight times a game, in my opinion. Okay? So, I mean, I, I like him to shoot threes because this ball club needs three-point shooting, period. Okay, I mean, they took how many a year ago, Bill? They were last in last three-point league, field goal they were attempts. The, the only yeah, team that did last. not shoot thirty more a game, I think, it was twenty-eight. And yet game. they were in the top five in three-point shooting yeah. percentage, percentage. Yep. highest three-point uh, field goals or highest three-point percentage in the fourth quarter, lowest amount of three-pointers in the fourth quarter. Though that's that's a conundrum right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I has I don't think Zach has hit his ceiling yet in his career. Okay. I mean, we have to keep in mind we're still talking about a two-time All-Star here. And there's a reason the Bulls gave him max money. And there's a reason why on a scouting report, when you see that scouting report against the Bulls, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, okay? And so Zach is very, very highly respected in this league. Can he do more? Yes. But I also feel that collectively as a team, You talked about Io getting into half-court sets. Um, I look at this ball club, and I really believe that if they can get in a a system where they pass the ball, they move away from just, you know, one guy handling the rock, eating the 24-second shot clock, and they get away from ISO, and I think they've done a pretty good job in uh, preseason ball. If they can continue that, then I think this ball club – We'll have different players open to drive to the rim. Lanes will open, and that hopefully will include Zach going to the foul line seven or eight times a game. You're listening to 670 The Score. This is the Bulls preseason preview show right here. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with the Bulls broadcast team, Chuck, Bill, Alyssa. Alyssa, is, is, is Zach getting better? Does that mean there needs to be some sort of passing of the torch from DeMar to Zach for those 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 coveted last shots in the final few minutes of the game? I mean, yeah, they're the dynamic duo for a reason. Um, I'm going to throw out some Zach stats because you guys brought up all the points. I love stats. <laughs> that's that's going to be my role, the stats. Okay, so Levine had the 12th most points in clutch situations. So kind of what you're bringing up, um, DeMar was definitely higher in that situation. Uh, Levine appeared in 67 games last season but then missed 13 of the final 42 because of that aggravated knee injury. He finished as one of the five players to average at least 24 points, four assists, four rebounds, while shooting 38% or better from beyond the arc last season, but before the injury, averaging 25.6 points. So mm. I think that injury obviously set him back, but as you were mentioning, Chuck, I think there's a higher ceiling for him, and he wants it. Okay. What do you guys think about that supposed passing of the torch? Because I think it has needs to happen eventually for this Bulls team, for Zach to become the man on the squad. And, and like where I felt like last year he defaulted to, to DeMar in certain situations, pick and cho- cho- chose his, his spots. 
But do you think that that is something that needs to happen in order for Zach's game to be elevated a little no. bit more? Okay. I'm not, I'm not a big believer unless you have a player that separates himself from the pack and says, this is the guy. I think when you have good – the way a, a team should be run is, number one, chemistry, okay? Secondly, you, if you're a really good player, you want to play with really good players. I truly believe that because the ultimate – all this ego and all that stuff will take care of itself when you win games. Bill played with arguably the greatest player that we have ever seen in the history of this sport. Come on, Judd Bush was not that good. Well, I was going to say that. Rusty LaRue. You are, Judd. I love you. You're right. But, but, you know, Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen was 1A. He wasn't a 2. He was a 1A to Jordan. Sure. On a lot of clubs, probably 29 other teams or 28 other teams, with the exception of Kobe and Shaq with the Lakers at that time, Scotty Pippen would probably have been the man. But would he have won championships? No. But I don't want a Scotty Pippen, Tony Kukoc situation where Zach Levine is sitting out the last play of the no, game because Lamar's taking the it, final shot. It's not going to happen. What, it, it, that passing of the torch you're talking about happens naturally. Okay. You and, and what I always say is that we need to play off of each other. We can't take turns. We were talking about off the air before the game. Guy, you can't have like one guy taking, oh, I haven't shot the ball in a while. My right. turn. Yeah. You have to have Zach and Demar and Vooch playing off of each other's skills and making each other better on the floor. So I like when Demar, Demar and Zach are on the floor together if they're working together. Not now it's Demar's turn and Zach's going to stand in the corner. I like it when they're involved together with the play and they're moving. And if you do it that way. One game, DeMar's going to have 30. Another game, Zach might have 30. And the win, as Chuck said, winning will just make it happen. It's going to happen naturally for two reasons. One, because I, I believe Zach does have a higher ceiling at this point of the games. And two, DeMar's getting a little bit older. I'm not saying he's too old right now. He's not. And that's why – but you can't just say, okay, we need DeMar now to pass the torch and it's got to be Zach's turn. Well, so we were talking about – Gambling and stuff early. So now is, is that is that considered gambling? Well, okay, I'm not going to do it now. Yeah. It's I, your turn. you got to do it. I hear what you're saying, and I love the concept and the idea that it should happen naturally, especially with that squad, because winning, you know, obviously breeds a ground where everyone's just happy. Everybody's feeling good. And, and you saw that with the Bulls in the first half of the season last year. Alyssa, where with Lonzo Ball there, and and obviously Zach and, and DeMar scoring at that high rate, everything was was fine. But then, you know, there were some moments where when DeMar hit a, hit a three, the entire team ran towards him. And Zach stood on the three-point line watching that whole thing play out. So there's just moments like that where I say to myself, how does Zach feel about that? But it's good to hear you guys who are there every single game understanding that, no, Gabe, when they win together, this team, it, it can be special with the two of them on the floor at the okay, same time. Okay, well, let yep. me ask you, the three of you, this then. You're an opposing coach. Bulls have the ball, tie game, or the Bulls are down by one, two, three, whatever the case may be. What do you want as an opposing coach? What are you, as you put a scheme together defensively, what are you trying to do in the huddle to take something away from the uh, Bulls? Double-team DeMar immediately when he touches the ball. He's going to get Which, it at the, at, the, at the elbow, double-team him, get it out of his hands, and let somebody else beat you. But, but, and I agree with you 100%, and that's what happened in Milwaukee in the, in the playoffs. Someone else is going to beat you. But if you have DeMar and Zach on the floor, now what do you do? Because now you've got two guys yeah. that you've got to get the ball out of. And when that happens, mistakes start to happen because teams overreact and do it. And 
all of a sudden Bill Wennington gets a dunk to beat the New York Knicks uh, <laughs> and, and a game winner because guys are overreacting because someone on the floor is, is doing something so outstanding. Yep. But again, that goes back to they got to play together and play off of each other and still make the right decisions on the floor because I don't think you can stop two guys of that caliber at the same time. It's too hard. Yeah. You got to run, if you run them one off a screen or another off a screen, guys are moving. Defenses today, no one plays one on one defense anymore. Everything's a switch and a rotation. And if you're rotating, someone's going to be out of position. It's just, it happens. Yeah, and if you're trying to uh, face either DeMar or Zach one-on-one, it's trouble for you if you're, in, if you're on the other side. It's the Bulls preseason special show right here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez along with the Bulls broadcast squad, Chuck, Bill, Alyssa. Alyssa, we're talking about DeMar DeRozan, and he had mm-hmm. a phenomenal year last year. Everyone yeah. was so happy to have him here in Chicago, proving all the haters wrong. But should Bulls fans expect some sort of regression? from DeMar DeRozan. Can he reproduce the season that he had last year? I don't think regression. I think, again, going back to the media day, he seemed very light, energetic, and someone posed a question about, hey, you're, you're this age. You've been in the league for this amount of years. <laughs> <I love that>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you slowing down? And he was like, who's, who's coming up with this? There's no, there's no book out there that says that. Um, again, going back to the chip on the shoulder, I think he definitely has that. He was the second most points in clutch situation. So I think riding off of last year where people were doubting him and he silenced those doubters, yeah. why would you not want to try to do that again? Chuck, can that chip carry over to a second season? Yes. See, if if you understand, first and foremost, DeMar is a very proud individual. He's also a very sensitive individual. Um, when he came out of USC as a lottery pick with the Raptors and – in Toronto, they revere him. They love him. Um, he probably Kyle Lowry is the greatest Raptor in the history of the franchise because he was on that team that won the championship. As we know, DeMar was sent to San Antonio for Kawhi Leonard, and that hurt DeMar. DeMar mm-hmm. thought he was going to live, breathe, and die a Toronto Raptor, and it didn't happen. And he carried a chip to San Antonio as well, and he loved playing for Pop. But the Chicago market, when he came here, And he got paid handsomely, and he is being paid handsomely. But that's not what motivates DeMar. DeMar, to me, the season he had this past year with the Bulls in a major market for what he did and how he did it and how he is a man first and foremost as a human being has elevated him now where I think it cemented him into the Hall of Fame. I really do. He is a Hall of Fame player. He's not got a chip on his shoulder. He has a boulder. And I I think he hears this all the time. People are doubting him. People are always doubting him. And I think deep down inside, it hurts him. But he's not giving that, you know, air of of hurt to anyone to feed off of because that drives him. And I I think he's going to have a really good year. I don't know what the numbers are going to look like, but I'm expecting him to be an all-star again. I agree with Chuck 100%. First of all, he's 33, right? Yeah. Not 37. <laughs> he's 33. Listen, would you say arguably he was one of his best years last year? Yeah. Right. Without so question. At 30, and, and at Alyssa, 32, how many games did he play? I bet you, I don't know off the top of my head, I bet you played 73, 75. What uh, did DeMar DeRozan play? Hey, a couple. Let me get back say a handful. That. Okay, because. Um, but he led the league with 741 field goal attempts, so from yeah. mid-range. 
So oh, we'll find out. He, the, the DeMar DeRozan game. had people playing at the Y shooting mid-range jumpers instead of three-pointers for a, a right. good couple months. But, <laughs> yeah, but my, my point and Chuck's point is it, he, he's the type of player that he's going to play well until he's way past his mid-30s. And because of his game? It, because of the type be, of game he because has? Because of his game and his mentality. Okay. And he had 76 games last year. Yeah. 76. So will he have a, a season exactly like last year? I don't know. I think the odds would be against it because it's just a different season. It was one of his best seasons. But he can have a season like it, or let's just say he has an average season. That's still it's still really good. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. so. It's like all this is being made. I think because sports talking heads and writers got to talk about something. And yeah. yeah, he is older, but he's not too old. I mean, Michael Jordan came back when he was thirty-three, yeah. and and I, and, and I, but, he was but, pretty good. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he averaged how many minutes, Alyssa? 35, 36 a game? Have to be um, in that range. I'm yeah, assuming. had to be in that. 30, so, 36.1. 36.1. So my my thinking is this. Because the second unit that played really well in preseason, game, so now I think, you know, beforehand we would always have DeRozan or Levine all of a sudden return and play with that second yeah, unit, you right. know, to – that's why there wasn't a necessary score force. needed, right? So I'm not sure we may will we see that maybe maybe not. But I think Billy Donovan is going in to Wednesday's game against Miami feeling pretty good about that second unit because of Dragic, who's really a combo guard. I don't know if he is a classic point guard, but he's a really smart player, very smart player. And you got Drummond, yeah. and so we haven't even talked about him yet. But it, yeah, sorry, Charlie. No, 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 no I'm I, just saying. Bill, that, yep. that I, I I don't know if there's a necessity where you got to bring DeMar back on the floor if your second unit is... Capable of scoring some points. Yeah. Correct. Totally and, understand that. Because I, I think I think the one cool thing about DeMar DeRozan from a Bulls fan's perspective is that you knew DeMar was good, but when you saw him on your team in particular, your Chicago Bulls team, you were like, wow, he's better than I even thought he was going to be because you saw it here and there. You saw the stat lines. You, you know, maybe didn't get a lot of it in Toronto or in San Antonio, but when you saw him up close and personal night in and night out for these Chicago, this Chicago Bulls team, you were you couldn't be anything else but impressed by DeMar DeRozan. And we expect more. From, and let me from, just finish one thing about because he was so admired as a Raptor and the fan base loves him. Ownership loves him. The coaching staff, whether you wanted to talk about, Sam Mitchell, Jay Triano, Dwayne Casey, you know, Nick Nurse, they love him. Uh, very coachable. But Toronto was really, with the exception of the playoffs, they were never on national TV ever in the States because the ratings book in Toronto, different country, it doesn't show up on the Nielsen points. Okay. So while he was doing his thing and going to the All-Star game, you know, unless you have league pass, you never saw Toronto play on ESPN or TNT. Now, all of a sudden, he goes to San Antonio. Spurs are just, you know, they're there. They're, they're, small market. They're, it's small market. They aren't the Spurs of the Duncan era. And now he's in Chicago in a major market. And so I, I really think people are, are really, really glad he's here with the Bulls. And I think the fan base now, after watching him play this year, how he takes care of himself and how much he loves the sport and how much he cares about the sport and how much he loves basketball, period. Yeah, I think. And in the locker room. He's a great leader in the locker room. And you've seen it with Io. You've seen it with a lot of the guys on the team. So 
Definitely a great addition for the Chicago Bulls. Another big addition, Bill, you mentioned it a second ago, Andre Drummond. Uh, I'm wondering how he will coexist with Nikola Vucevic. Uh, will, will they be peanut butter and jelly or a bit more oil and water? Uh, we're talking about <laughs> like the latest distance of the Chicago Bulls and how he fits into this rotation next. I'm Gabe Ramirez, and this is the Chicago Bulls season preview special with Chuck, Bill, and Alyssa right here on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, back to the Scores Bulls preseason special with your host, Gabe Ramirez, and voice of the Bulls, Chuck Swirsky, three-time world champion, Bill Wennington, and Alyssa Bergamini on 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brought to you by Tastyworks, Love Where You Trade, Bet MGM, Horizon Therapeutics, and Remy Martin. Here's Gabe Ramirez. Don't forget, you can also text in or shoot us a phone call, 312-644-6767. If you have any questions for the lady and gentleman, then feel free to go ahead and shoot that this way, man. You got the text lines open. Got our producer extraordinaire, Tyler. Tyler, I went to go get the uh, Giordano's pizza and that you made me go pick up. And I told her my name was Tyler. And she goes, Tyler B? I don't know how to say that last name. <laughs> so we call him Butterball, so it's okay. It ends up working out. You guys... You guys always tease about his last name. It's Butterball, <laughs> but we call him Butterball. Actually, he told us to call him Butterball, so that's exactly what it'd be. He's Butterball. the guy. He's the guy holding us down right now during our Bulls preseason special. Let's continue the conversation and talk about one of the additions to the Chicago Bulls during the offseason, Andre Drummond. I loved it. I've, I've loved Andre Drummond since he got in the league. Big body, can move around, great on the offensive glass. But I wonder, guys, can he, or not can he, how can he? coexist with Vooch on the floor at the same time. Are you saying, Gabe, that he's going to be on the floor with Vooch? I'm, the assumption is that there will be moments when the two of them are on the floor at the same time. So as, as Bulls fans, what can we expect and how does that work? 
Well, well, Bill, you're a big. If you're trying to get, if you're trying to get, <laughs> here, here, look, Bill, I got this. If you're trying to get Vooch in the post more often, and then you got a guy like Drummond there who's not a stretch four. Well, well, no, no, that that's the thing is Vooch won't be in the post more often if Drummond's on the floor. But what I think has happened already, and we've seen it in the preseason, Vooch is posting up and scoring more in the low post than he did last year because he got very comfortable behind the three point line. And I honest, and and I've said this forever, and Charlie's heard it. You're a stretch four or five if you're a six foot ten, seven foot guy that can shoot threes and post up. Okay. If you just shoot threes, you're a small forward. You're a small forward. <laughs> right, right. Like right. who cares? Right. So and I, I think Vooch needed to post up a little bit more last year and take advantage of his size. I thought there were definitely opportunities for him to do that. And I think already I at least I've seen that having Andre there has made Vooch better posting up. Now, having said that, I've also seen what Andre Andre does both defensively protecting the rim. He's had some amazing block shots already. And I don't think I think maybe there's two, three guys in the NBA that can guard him in a low post. Oh wow. Embiid, uh maybe Steven Adams as a big strong guy. Uh and then it, it gets sketchy after because but he's so big and strong. And I, I tell people this all the time. If Shaq was in a league today, he'd be even better than he was because guys can't hit him the way that we used to hit him. Mm. And Drummond's that guy. So if the Bulls can use Andre to his strengths and get him the ball down a low post, that's great. But if when Andre's on the floor, he's just standing at the three-point line, although in Toronto we hit three, uh, but we know that's not going to happen yeah. a, a lot, then – you know, shame on the Bulls, but you got to be able to use everyone on the floor to their strengths. And I think Billy's doing a good job of that right now, find, getting guys to play to their strengths. But already I've seen Andre make Vooch a better low post player. And I do think that there will be times that you can play them both. Now, the knock on that is, well, who are they going to guard? You know, one of them is going to have to guard a guy that's going to be running around. We're running the 2-3 zone, Bill, at that point. 2-3 <laughs> zone, and we're switching everything anyway. So it's yeah. like, I get it. So so to me, that's not an issue. But what will be an issue is, how's the other team going to guard us? Mm. Like, you run, you got two guys in a low post, post up. who's going to guard them? Teams, teams play small now. So I, I think that's a, a good problem to have, and I, I don't think it's going to be a problem that they're, they're not going to be on the floor a lot together anyway. And it could happen at times, and I think it would be good to happen at times. But that's not the, that's not why he's here. He's here to make our bench stronger, and he gives us that rim protector that we ha- haven't had in the past. Yeah, in the first quarter of the Bucks game the other day, there was one play, won't show up in the stat sheet. Drummond goes up for a rebound, and two Buck defenders need to go for it as well after trying to box him out. And one of them hits the ball off of their hand to go out of bounds. Possession Chicago Bulls. Yes. And those are the plays that I look to to say, hey, this is where Andre Drummond makes a difference because of his stature, because of his presence, and because he can be that that rebounding presence that the Chicago Bulls need. Yeah, Gabe, this is a perfect marriage for both sides because the Bulls needed a backup center who's going to eat quality minutes with Vooch on the bench, okay, who can rebound, which he can. And also, I think it's very healthy for Drummond because this will be his fifth team in three seasons. And I, I think he's getting tired of moving around. This guy was a two-time All-Star with Detroit. Now, the game has changed. And that's why we're starting to see Drummond spray out to the wing and not be bashful about shooting a three. Now, do I think he's become a three-point shooter? 
probably not where, you know, I want him on the wing shooting threes. Now, if teams are daring him and he feels confident, should he take it? Why not? But but I think that Andre wants to find a home, and I think he can find a home here in Chicago if he has a really good season. Because the man, you know, I, I was looking at his career, and as a Piston, how many times, Bill, when the Bulls played Detroit, and you know what, Alyssa, if you can go to basketball <laughs> reference, I'm yep, going to put you to work it, here. I love this. You, you, you know your numbers <laughs> our statistician better here. than anywhere uh, and anyone, Alyssa. What did Drummond average against the Bulls okay. as a player, okay. especially with Detroit? He had some 2020 games yes. against oh, the Bulls. Often. I mean, he would show up, and you're saying to yourself, he's good tonight against the Bulls for at least 18-14. Okay? You knew against the Bulls he would just sit, camped in the lane, dunk the ball, rebound the ball, and every time – he must have had two or three game, 2020 games yep. against the Bulls. I'm just throwing that out. But I think it's a huge, huge plus. One of the best offseason pickups by any GM. And, and And AK and Mark deserve a lot of credit for convincing him to come to Chicago but, but on also, a really good contract. His, his strength is, is, again, in the low post. So why not run the old, old school, a screen roll? He's going to set a screen, and he, by the way, he sets really good <laughs> That's screens. A big man. I mean, he sets some great screens, and then he rolls to the basket. And then you have the movement on the weak side coming up, filling the spot that he just vacated, which would be a three point shooter. But because when he rolls to the basket, two people got to guard him. You got to be looking out for the lob at that point. He's just, he's just too big. Yeah. So you got two guys. So you've already created a mismatch if you're bringing a good ball handler, passer off the lane. And you, you can run old school basketball because you can't double team the basket with no one there. Yes, you can throw someone else down there, but that's where the movement on the weak side comes in. And you're going to create that if that's what you want, because analytics says shoot threes, you're going to create that just by running a screen roll with him rolling to the basket. Creating some space. You're listening to the Bulls preseason preview show right here on 670 to score. I'm Gabe Ramirez along with the Bulls broadcast squad, Chuck Bill and Alyssa. Alyssa, I want to ask you, as you're going to be bringing up those stats. <laughs> yeah, I was going to throw some stats I got you. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you what your thoughts were or how happy you were when you saw that Andre was coming to the Chicago Bulls, as you're mentioning his, his 2020 performances against our Chicago beloveds. Yeah, just as both of them brought up, I mean, the whole, I think, Bulls message, continuity, and, and more rim protection, and, um, you know, the big man up there. So definitely was obviously excited about him coming to the Bulls, you can't be mad about Andre Drummond. Yeah, because you got Bulls. a nice backup center there. Yeah, we saw no, no, no knock on Tony, Tony Bradley. He right. gave us some, gave the Bulls some good minutes. But when you're looking at Andre Drummond and what he can bring to the Chicago Bull teams, it reminds me somewhat of like a Robert Quinn, a guy who who still has a lot left in the tank, but who wants to find a home. And you saw Robert Quinn at the beginning of the season talk about he felt like he gave a lot to the Chicago Bears team, and therefore he wanted to stick around. And I, I hope that Andre Drummond is that same kind of guy that'll be here for the next few years. All right, what you got, Alyssa? How many how many 2020 I, games does he have? Okay, so I, I didn't find that stat yet, but I found a three-point stat that okay. I'm, I'm very intrigued by all of a sudden we saw against the Raptors. He makes three threes. Um, but in his career, so since coming to the NBA, he's taken 114 three-pointers, so about 0.2 per game. And he's only made 15. Oh, only 15 in his career, and we saw Sunday night against the Raptors. He made all three that yes. he shot. Let's see. And then he missed so one it, the next night. Yeah. <laughs> it shows, though, as you mentioned, Chuck, 
that he's happy. It seems like he found a home and maybe more comfortable and is making those shots because he feels like he can. Yeah, going back to the 25-2016 season, just went to a random one where he played for the Pistons against the Bulls, averaged 38 minutes a game, shot 8 for 15 from the field. I mean, that's a lot. He averaged 17 rebounds a game versus the Bulls. Yeah. Oh, he, he's a rebounding machine. He's too big. He's too big. He, he, you can't box him out, and, and you need a seven-footer to box him out. And a lot of teams play small. Like you think Golden State, you know, winning championships. Draymond Green's not going to box him out. Right. Uh, you know, he's going to be in front of him, but he's not going to stop him. So you got to put a big on him down low if you're using him down low. Now, if you stick him out at three-point line, Draymond Green's going to eat his lunch. Right. Because got space. What's he Nothing doing? but space there. Yeah. So it's. I think it's a huge pickup. And I I know there were a lot of naysayers. Oh, my, he's past his prime. The league's different. No, it's not. Put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. And he's, and that, he's, not, he's 29. He's not even 30. People are talking about him like he's DeMar DeRozan. And what's his shooting percentage? He's yeah. shooting over 50%. Of course he is. Now, but he wasn't the only addition to the Chicago Bulls team during the offseason. Uh, there were two other guys, Goran Dragic, Dale and Terry, picked up in the draft. But what kind of impact will those two guys have on this Chicago Bulls team. We're going to discuss that on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez, along with the Bulls broadcast squad, Chuck, Bill, and Alyssa Bergamini. We'll do all of that on the other side. This is the Chicago Bulls season preview special on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 